to invade the depths of the mind. That is not nonsense. Excuse me, did I say nonsense? I mean idiocy. Don't condemn me without a try, Professor. If I succeed, we will see history unfold itself through the eyes of the subject. And where will you find a subject weak and impressionable enough to arrive in the required depth of trance? The Incredible Negative Men are absent. Again, welcome to episode 41 of The Incredible Negative Man. We're going solo again. Uh, it's probably the last solo episode. Um, everything's good. Equipment's all here. Everything sounds great. I'm trying the microphone without the filter right now. I'm going to see how it sounds if I back up a little bit from it. Um, sounds good so far. So let's let's figure it out. We're getting there. We will be rolling out with new episodes here soon. I know it's been a little slow. We haven't done uh, Lonely Wonderland in a couple months since October. I'm sober this episode, guys. That's that's right. I think for the first time since episode 10, I'm sober. Um, last episode, I was a little drunk, if you might have noticed. It, it was a little hard to come up with names toward the end. I couldn't really fully function. I wasn't coming up with sentences as well as I clearly am not now. Um, I'm on coffee right now. I'm on the caffeine, the caffeine hall. Um, but this is episode 41 to be titled later, posthumously, as I say. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to talk about, so it's going to be a short one. Um, And I don't really have good notes, so we'll see how this goes. I'm just going to wing it. Um, I've been watching a lot of basketball and football lately because football just started the the playoffs, you know, as you might have noticed. It's a billion-dollar company. You probably did. Um, But the thing I do notice is I don't so much watch football as I do follow it I kind of just track the teams I don't know I like that stuff I don't really care about watching it too much it's weird I don't really know the point of that then seems kind of pointless I'm dumb I'm real fucking dumb but it interests me and I, I I get real fucking irate when people complain and complain about how much athletes make like Jay Cutler's making 100 million dollars for five years or something like that and Granted, I, as a newly formed Bears fan, I'll always be a Giants fan, but I'm starting to watch the Bears because every other team I like in every other sport is from Chicago. Um, I grew up in that little divide between Detroit and Chicago, like right in the middle, and I, I just don't like Detroit. It's a fucking terrible city. There's nothing going on there. I mean, it's starting to now, but it's a lot of, when I was growing up, it was the slums. That's all it was. And Chicago was fun. It was right. It was a lot of, a lot of fun. I used to go there whenever I could. And anyway, um, but people complain that he's making so much money and then these athletes make so much money and they're like, oh, why, well, why, we give our school teachers this much and oh, they make 100,000 times more. School teacher makes 32 grand a year at tops and then an athlete can make 40 million in a season, which is way not true. But, the well, I guess with the uh, sponsorships and shit. But the point is, I get real sick of it and real fucking pissed because you know what a teacher's selling not not much they're just rehashing all their information that they gained eight years ago in college or 40 years ago once they get tenure they don't give a shit athletes once they don't give a shit anymore and it's very apparent in their performance they're not playing anymore and i feel like athletes get the raw end of the deal here because they don't see them as what they are people don't see them as that they they sell shit they sell a product. They're salesmen. Why? And, and if a salesman, if a car salesman made $8 million a year because he sold that many fucking 
Jeep Grand Cherokees, you wouldn't be like, what motherfucker, where's my money? Where's my cut of that deal? Why am I getting shafted here? You'd be like, wow, that's a great salesman. Well, LeBron James is a fucking salesman. He sells Sprite and he sells all this other shit. He sells his jersey for his teams. He sells tickets. He makes these guys billions of dollars. Where the fuck is this disconnect happening? I don't get why people complain about it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I get I, seriously irate. It makes me irate. Just, just fuming mad. It just people are so fucking dumb that. Here's the thing, we need to realize as adults. Life's not fair. Yes, teachers have a more important job. I think nobody's going to disagree with that, right? As far as raising our future, you know, they are raising our future. As fucked up as that might be. Um, You're trusting that the guy who smoked his way through college. But athletes sell shit and teachers don't. That's just as simple as it gets. They're not the one. Teachers aren't out there selling the Jeep Grand Cherokee. They're not doing it. They're not selling shit. I'm sorry. This is how it is. It's not going to be fair. You know, the people who deserve the money aren't going to get it. This is how it's going to happen. Can we quit bitching about it now? Um, another thing I got to complain about is very different. And um, it's very weird. A lot of people here have Netflix, right? I assume most people do. Or at least have seen Netflix. And there's a I noticed a trend happening. And it kind of opened up a couple avenues in my mind as far as how movies go. And that is, I was on there and I was looking at, there's like a comedy thing, and you know, it's a drama thing, and then uh, there's like teen vampire genre, and then like lesbian fisting, and then, but, but seriously, gay and lesbian is a genre on there, and so there's like a ton, fucking ton of weird ones, like, squir- I, I don't know, like outdoors, outdoors movies. And then documentaries about about Satan. And you're like, these are getting real specific to be genres anymore. It seems like you're just pinpointing four movies and calling it a genre. Because as far as you know, you know there's comedy, drama, documentary, mockumentary. Even that's comedy, really. And then, you know, you got the rest. You got sci-fi, you got adventure, action-adventure. And then uh, porn. You pretty much got porn. That's, uh, porn is, makes up half the genres because porn is all of them. But the point is... I get real fucking pissed when I see the gay and lesbian one. And I don't realize that sounds homophobic right off the cuff, but think about it. If it's a comedy movie starring about gay guys, let's just say it's about two guys. It's got to be a genre, right? It's got to be funny or it's got to be romantic or it's going to be action. I don't know. Maybe they... Run, run around, climb up a tree, suck each other's dicks, and I don't know. I don't know what's going on in that movie. You, I, just, I don't know. Use your imagination. Point is, if it's a comedy about two gay guys, hey, guess what? It's a fucking comedy. I don't need. I don't care what what their fucking sexual orientation is. If it's an action movie, I really don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. Like uh, Willem Dafoe's character in The Boondock Saints is gay. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna classify that as a you know gay and lesbian movie. I'm sorry. It's just, it's an action movie. It's got some comedy elements. It has nothing to do with gay or lesbian. Now, I understand that some movies have to do with that, but that makes them pretty much dramas, right? If it's about the struggle of being a gay or lesbian person in society now, it's a it's a drama. I'm sorry. It is. Quit 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 doing that. I don't What are we trying to do? We're trying to sub these little subsects of genres and we're getting so fucking specific. It applies every genre name now applies to six or seven movies, and that's not what the term genre is for. It's it's a 
group. It's an umbrella term for all these things. Then you get black comedies, which is not what it might sound like. It is not the Friday movies. It is not the Tyler Perry movies. It's just dark comedies. They should call it dark comedies, not black comedies. That's a different thing, I think. And uh, there's a fucking bunch of weird ones on there. I can't even get into it. It's. I, I, I think we need to stick to those same. Let's see. We got what's number one comedy. Number two drama. Number three sci-fi. Four action adventure. Five porn. What else is there? Documentary. Okay, six. Unless it's a porn documentary. Porn is kind of a documentary, really. You, you're studying them. Fuck. I guess you know you can study all over your fucking chest if you want. That's 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 your prerogative. If it happens to be gay and lesbian, that still makes it pornography. Um, I don't think we need to keep breaking shit down until every movie has its own genre. That's the whole fucking point of naming the fucking movie. We don't need genres that specific. I really fucking hate it. What else happened since last I spoke? Uh, Christmas happened and New Year's. Let me just say I'm not a big Christmas guy. I remember I tried to get... My family's always celebrated Christmas, and this last couple of years I've been talking about getting like a menorah, and I had people go, you're not Jewish, and I'm like, I'm not Christian either, so it doesn't really matter, I'm an atheist, it's all fucking hocus pocus to me, I don't really care about it, it's just fun to do with your family, it has nothing to do with God to me, so I don't really care if I get a menorah, it's just fun, it's a fun candle thing, it's like a candle game, it's real fun, it's like this weird thing that just sits in your house just like a christmas tree which i've already talked about in the show this program and just slowly rots away and then but this is my puddles of wax and that's way more entertaining than a goddamn tree that sits there and smells and might have squirrels living in it a la christmas vacation which i did watch speaking of which um i did watch for the first time as a 30 year old a christmas story and it's a wonderful life and i enjoyed them both immensely I purposely avoided them for so fucking long, and I don't know why. I just thought they'd be shitty. So I was like, eh, fuck it. I'm not going to watch them. And they were pretty good. I liked Christmas Story. It was, It is appropriately titled. It's one of the most appropriately titled movies I've ever seen in my life. It's just called A Christmas Story. And you know what it's about? Kid wants a BB gun. That's it. That's really about it. Dad fixes a furnace, kind of. But it's just a Christmas story. It's nothing special to it. And they kind of realized that when they titled it. That's... And I appreciate that. I don't want them to go way overboard. Uh, let's see. What's a Wonderful Life was actually nothing to do with Christmas, surprisingly. Had nothing to do with it. It just happened. The, the last third of the movie happened to take place on Christmas. Really had nothing to do with Christmas or even the holiday spirit, really. It had more to do with uh, family. It was a family movie. It was community, I guess. Really fucking good movie, though. I was very surprised. It's the only Christmas movie quote-unquote Christmas movie that people call, about suicide. And that was very intense to me. It was... I was blown away. Again, I've never seen these movies. And I've... I've, I saw a part of Chris... Or uh, It's a Wonderful Life, but not much. I saw, like, him hanging out in front of that girl's house. That was it. But I think... Do we have the only country that makes holiday movies about suicide? Is that... And it's old. It's, like, from the 40s. I don't... It's bizarre. It's kind of like how our national anthem is... We have, like, the only national anthem about blowing shit up. It's like that that uh, America Fuck Yeah song from Team America is not far off from ours. It's like blowing shit up and bridges burning and shit blowing up in the air and just people dying, massacre. 
And that's our fucking national anthem. That's what we put our hand to our heart to and look at a goddamn flag about. So, and then this is our Christmas this is our Christmas miracle movie. This is our we sit there and we watch it with the family, we snuggle up and we appreciate him. And then meanwhile, the guy's fucking trying to kill himself the whole movie. Or it's basically watching a man slowly slip into insanity as he then tries to plummet off a bridge into the depths below and kill himself. That's the whole fucking point of the movie. It's real bizarre. And I could not have liked it more as as it pertains to Christmas movies. Because I don't like... I'm probably the only person I know who hates fucking Peanuts. I hate the goddamn Charlie Brown Christmas special. I hate... It's a great pumpkin patch. Charlie... Blah, blah, blah. I hate that shit. I fucking hate it. I don't get the point of it. Same thing. I, same thing. I feel about the Muppets. I don't get it. It's not, it's so wholesome. It's goddamn retarded to me. I don't get that shit. I don't. I never liked Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I've never seen really the frosty shit. So I never really liked that stuff. I never grew up with the wholesome shit. And so when I saw this, I was very surprised. And Christmas Story is great, and I recommend it. I'm probably never gonna watch it again. Um, I probably will because we have a child, but. Other than that, I will, I'm fine for the rest of my life on those movies. I don't know. I watch probably watch It's a Wonderful Life again. Is I liked it. I, I can't imagine watching that every goddamn year because it's for the majority of it. Like I said, he's contemplating suicide, and that's what the basis of the movie is. It's real depressing. I don't know if I'll watch that shit again. And not not in the Christmas mood. It's a real fucking bummer. Um. Other than that, Christmas was great. New Year's was, we sat here, and we had a couple beers. And then it kind of happened to be midnight, and then we went to bed. And that was it. And I realized that's how it's going to be from now on. Uh, New Year's in your 30s isn't the greatest. It's kind kind of a letdown, really. But you know what? Here's the thing about being 30, as it pertains to New Year's. It's a letdown, but you don't care anymore because you don't want to party anymore. You just kind of want to hang out and hope for a blowjob, but it's not coming. It's not coming. So sorry, it's it's probably not. But the hope is there, and that's what the new year brings. Hope. Um, I celebrated New Year's by sitting there, like I said, and and then immediately it changed, and nothing changed. That's what you kind of realize. You kind of the hope part I bring up is more of a. Wouldn't it be, it's like a hope for hope. Like, wouldn't it be great if shit was way different this year and it was all awesome? But you know it's not going to be. It's going to be all right. Just like every year is all right. Am I being depressing? I think it's because I watch it. It's a wonderful life. And they a little rubbed off on me a little bit. Um, a lot of shows I started watching. Uh, I finally started watching Sons of Anarchy. I think I'm like halfway done. It's pretty good. I kept hearing it was great and how fucking amazing it was and I kind of have the I thought it ah where do I start the feeling I had from the beginning was the feeling I had when I watched Mad Max and there's a motorcycle gang and they kill his wife but like she's chased being chased in a car and then the, they're coming up in the bikes and she's scared shitless and like crying I'm like just swerve your goddamn huge 70s car into these motorcycles and they're done that's it no more motorcycles They'll crash and burn and die probably because they're going 80. So just fucking hit them. And then when I, saw, when I started watching this, and they won, by the way, in Mad Max. They killed his wife. Hey, baby, I think. Um, but when I watched Sons of Anarchy, I thought that's what it was going to be. This, like They're always in their Harleys and chasing cars down. And blah, blah. I'm like, just what's so scary about a goddamn bike gang? Just swerve your goddamn car into them. 
a little more different in today's low low metal cars. There's not a whole lot of metal, not a lot of weight behind these cars, and the bikes are made of metal. But hey, it weighs way more than a fucking bike, and way more control because that's four wheels. So swerving at the goddamn bike. But then I realized the show, they kind of do it in a clever way, where they're not really on their bikes that much. They don't do any crime on their bikes. They mostly just take trucks there, commit a crime, take the truck back, and then they're on their Harley between scenes. And I kind of appreciated that because it kept it more like, oh, yeah, that probably would happen because bikes are goddamn loud and not stealthy, and they're trying to be stealthy the whole fucking show. And I didn't know how it was going to play out. And I don't know if I recommend the show. I really don't. I'm stuck in, like, this gray zone where... I like it, I like it, I like... Oh, what? Okay. Like, some season two, I think it was? Let's see. I don't remember. It's about porn. There's a big porn subplot. And I'm like, they're on bikes, and it's about porn. I'm like, this is a fucking GTA plot. This is the GTA, the Ballad of Gay Tony, Lost in the Damned. This, the little uh, expansion packs of the GTA 4 are this. This is this fucking mo- this show. And I don't know how to feel about that. It was kind of stupid kind of goddamn stupid and kind of great that's what i'm saying i don't know if i recommend it if you're into that if you're into shows like breaking bad i'd say no i like i love breaking bad but it doesn't hold a candle to that so i don't know where to go with that i don't i guess i'll continue to watch the show we'll find out um i also me and brie watched peaky blinders which is a show about this british gang in the 1920s like 1919 just after world war one in it's like Irish gang in England. It's a pretty fucking good show. I recommend it. Got Killing Murphy, Tom Hardy's in season two. Sam Neill's the bad guy. Bad guy meaning the law. Which you know when you root for gangsters, that means you made it. Um a lot of good shows lately. I recommend that. I recommend uh Sons of Anarchy. I don't know. I really don't know. How do you guys feel about that? Let me know. I, I haven't made up my mind yet. I still have like I said, still about halfway through. I'll find out. I'm not really sure yet. Um, I watched a lot of movies lately. Um, no, before we get to that, we'll do the wrap-up. Before we get to the wrap-up, I'll do this. Um, if you guys have noticed on the Facebook page, I recently got into it with a guy. I don't, I'm not going to put his name out because I don't want him to give him the respect. Um, or the credit for his shitty remarks. Whatever. He said something. I tried to keep the peace with him. Said something back. All good fun. And then he went off on me, as he always does. So I said something fucking horrible to him. And he got pissed at me for saying something horrible to him when he was the one that inspired it. Because he kept doing it after one after another, you know. And then he left a thing on the Facebook Facebook page like, Comedian Phoenix Willis, uh, what do I even check out? These comedy routines. And that's in quotes. And I was like, you're posting to my Facebook page for my comedy routines, asking where to find my comedy routines. The fuck? And then quickly that was deleted and then he added a post saying i'm a fucking should i just read this post i think i should read this post i'm going to read the letter to you right now um but he, he posted a thing that said you know basically he said i'm a classless motherfucker or cocksucking motherfucker or something like that which you know makes sense that's not an oxymoron at all and i wrote the following um said uh Dear number one fan, I'm a man of many flaws. Oh, first of all, before I say this, he said I'm a piece of shit and I'm a fake whatever, fake this, fake that. And I'm naming all these flaws of mine. So that's what this is going off. Um, Dear number one fan, I'm a man of many flaws. I have but one simple wish. 
and that wish is to bring a smile to a child's face. Their laughter can fill a room and my heart. My millions of fans will stick by my side through the dark times. Internet outages, political strife, lack of interest, sex scandals, federal gun trafficking charges, racist online rants, and sometimes the occasional hate crime against a triple minority. But I can only repay them with a golden gift of laughter, for a smile truly is the meaning of life. After all, a chuckle a day keeps a sad doctor away. I've learned a lot in this bumpy comedic road, and most of it wasn't too humorous. It was inspirational. My own words bring a tear to my eye. That's what I'm hoping to bring to the world. The world is a dramatic womb, and I'm ready to fill it with my comedic seed. I will impregnate laughter into this serious world. And to mistakenly quote wise comedic prophet Jeff Foxworthy, if you want to change the world because you're a hero, you might be Phoenix West. We can all use a little Phoenix West in our lives, except me. I literally can't take any more of me inside me. I fill myself to the brim, and let me tell you, it's fucking fantastic. It just doesn't get old being inside me. I've drank from the comedic holy grail and it has cured me of my mortal sins. I've truly ascended to a place where I can pass judgment upon you all. And my legions of followers, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, will attest to the fact that their lives would be in utter shambles without my comedic guidance. Nations would crumble without my words and ideas. The dead would rise from their graves to reclaim the earth if it wasn't for my mind. I accept the heavy crown of comedy to wear while I march down my unwavering path of righteousness. So fret not over my sins, faults, and flaws. Judge me not by my transgressions, because I am ascending even as we speak. Soon my halo will shine a light through my flaws, and they will become obsolete. My holiness will negate them, and trust me, I'll use halogen lights in my halo versus your normal angelic incandescent light, because that's who I am, and it's an amazing thing to do. My sins will melt away as I become more than a mere mortal man. I will take my place on high and judge you from my comedic clouds. Everything mortal will become subterranean to me, for I would have to dig through the shit simply to get to you and yours. And in those moments, I will think briefly about saving humanity with my comedic prowess, a feeling that and skill that was so deeply embedded in my human DNA, but now that I have become a com comedy god, I no longer require DNA, and I shall forget all about the shit creatures down below. So yes, Phoenix West is flawed. He was bound to be. He was merely a mortal man. He couldn't help himself. But he's gone now. Now all that stands before, above, you is a majestic mirage of the man that used to be. Shield your eyes from the glow of my awesomeness and excellence, but it won't do any good. My divine comedy will pierce right through you in your puny human eyelids, blinding you because you don't deserve the right to place your eyes upon me. Oh, got an email there. Oh, and that kid I brought a smile to in the beginning of this letter? It was me. I was the kid. I can totally time travel now that I'm God. I created myself. I have no true beginning and no end. It's a paradox. I couldn't exist without myself creating myself. It's called a twist ending. Or is it twist beginning more like it? Because it's just getting started. For me at least. You're all doomed. Sincerely, your comedy god. Asterix. A.K.A. the human formerly known as Phoenix West. Asterix, Asterix. A.K.A. The, the human formerly known as Stephen Salter II. That's right. That's deep. And that, my followers, is for you. That's for you to, that's for you to chew on, digest. But that's what I wrote to that guy. Because he thinks I care. And he thinks I take myself seriously. And I really don't. So, again, this is a short episode, I know. But we're going to go out on a note right here. I'm going to do my movie thing. 
I can find it. Because I saw two movies. I saw a bunch of movies, but I was focused on these two. Um, I saw uh, the movie I loved was Stretch. It's uh, a great movie. It's got uh, Patrick Wilson. And then it's got Chris Pine, who plays a weird fucking guy. Plays a eccentric billionaire. Fucking great movie. I loved it. It was over the top. The guy who did it was directed by Joe Carnahan, the guy who did Narc and uh, Smoking Aces and The Gray. I like all those movies. Surprisingly, I like The Gray. I don't know how, but it was more than just about wolves. Um, let's see. I love the movie, and I recommend it. And with that, we go to the bad movie. Fuck Annabelle. Annabelle, the prequel to The Conjuring, which is a decent movie. Annabelle, though, is an hour. Of nothing. And then 40 minutes of some things. And that's the best way to describe it. I think my tweet was, uh, I would rather follow the, the day-to-day adventures of a sex doll. And I wish the actress would talk the fuck up. Because she talked. Every line would be her husband go, I know you're worried, but we're going to get out of this alive. Don't worry. We'll make it through this. I don't want to talk about it. I'm scared. Yeah, well, we're going to make it through this, and we're going to... Well, I'll see you. I'm going to go to work. I have to go to work, and I'll we'll get a residency at this 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 hospital, and then we'll be fine. And then we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Let's go and get out of this house. And the whole fucking movie's like that, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Either don't talk or talk louder. It's the girl from Peaky Blinders, who I fucking hated in Peaky Blinders, and now she's back. This is what I... I get, like, in this... we I get stuck in these actors. This happens a lot. Like, I watched, like, 15 movies in a row or shows with Danny Houston in it, and... But this is a curse. This is a this lady sucks. She's attractive. That's about it. She's in Peaky Blinders in the first season and a little bit of season two. And she's terrible. I don't like her. She can't really emote. She can emote with her eyes and that's it. Her face doesn't move. But she's just pretty. That's it. That's the reason she gets a job. I hate actresses like that. I love Kathy Bates. She's probably one of my favorite actresses. She's not attractive. I'm sorry. She looks like an even rougher Rosie O'Donnell. But this fucking broad, that's right, I went there. This broad was terrible. She's Kanemo and she talks like, like, why? Why? You're an actress. There's microphones. Just fucking talk into them. But she's in that and the fucking Annabelle. I had to deal with her twice. And I can't get rid of her. I hope I don't get stuck with her. I don't want to do a little fucking cycle with her. I can't deal with it. And I also saw um, House of Last Things. Do not see this goddamn movie. You will get some enjoyment out of Annabelle if you're a horror fan, kind of, toward the end. But before that, on your fucking own, that movie doesn't give a shit about you. House of Last Things doesn't care about you. It's like trying to be so fucking deep, and it can't do it. It can't. It's a lot of balloons and ghosts, semi-ghosts, and weird little kid with balloons. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about these fucking people. And holy shit, how much ass nudity can you do for a man? I don't want to see that guy's ass. This movie grossly overestimated how much I want to see that man's ass. In fact... In fact, I'm going to go and say, I don't want to see his ass. And this movie showed it about 15 times. That's 15 times more than I want to see his ass. And now am I right? This movie's, this episode should be called Now Am I Right? But I don't want to see the guy's that hairy ass. Like, if you're going to show your ass in a movie, shave the fucking thing. Shave your ass. I can't believe I'm giving this, this advice to people in 2015. Shave your goddamn ass. If you're going to show it that much in a movie. Nary a titty in this movie, but a solid five minutes stretched throughout a two-hour movie devoted to this man's ass. I can't get over it. 
it, it's I, it keeps me up at night. I can't sleep. I haven't slept since seeing the movie. I just see his ass. When I close my eyes at night, I just see his ass. It, it won't go away. It haunts me. It haunts me like Annabelle, which is apparently a demon, not a ghost. And there's a whole Charles Manson thing in Annabelle. I'm going all over the place. I know. These fucking movies. Well, who keeps making these fucking... Who wants to see this shit? I see them because I like to talk about them and talk shit. But other than me, who fucking sees this shit? Did anybody want to see that? Annabelle? Why did we, Why did they make a prequel about the goddamn doll in a movie? I don't, I don't get it. That's like a prequel. We need a prequel for Castaway for Wilson. I don't need to see that fucker get made. I'll trust he got made in Taiwan and call it a day. I don't need to see that. You know why? Not interesting. Not interesting at all. Not even a little. There's no redeeming quality of this fucking movie. All right, I'm done. I need to go. I'm, I I work myself up, and here I am. And it's just it's going to get worse. Oh, what do I do this to myself? Why do I keep doing this? Um, stay tuned for more shit from all of us. We'll be together again soon. That was very cryptic, wasn't it? <laughs> um, the, the group... We'll be together again soon. We'll do some group episodes. This, this, hopefully this is the last one of just me solo. We'll find out. I'm not really sure what we're doing. I, I kind of winging it. Kind of. I'm really. I'm in a weird crossroads here where I'm trying to plan everything way too much, and I'm also trying to keep it completely improvised, like this. Uh, this is fun for me. I don't know if it's fun for you, but it's fun for me, and it's my show. But so I'm trying to do both where I'm trying to keep it very regimented, but also and completely improvised, which is the exact opposite of what you need to do. Those two things don't go together. They don't go together at all. Um, it's like suicide and Christmas. You don't miss, you don't mix those two things. Um, all right. So yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you. I don't know what else to say other than that. So until next time, citizens, remember, Fuck Annabelle and Zimbabwe.